Society will fall quickly if we look at things on a nice existential platform. Society will fall quickly if you just leave everything the same. Don't turn back the clock to times past. There's a reason that they're in the past. There's a reason we've learned from them. Always be looking forward. How can this be done better? Why do you do it that way? It's the way we've always done it. Get rid of that. That does not work. So we've always got to be looking. So when you hear that the governor of Arizona has an idea and seems to be encouraging people to leave public education, raises some eyebrows. What's going on here? Well, the way that it would work is the governor of Arizona would like every parent whose child leaves public education to take with them a debit card. On that debit card will be $7,000. If you would like to use that $7,000 toward public edu- or private education, toward religious education, religious schools, toward micro schools where a bunch of parents get together and hire their teacher and you turn it into a one-room schoolhouse, that sort of thing happened during the pandemic. If you need more tutoring, doors open for you. You take the money. You do with it what you want. I always wonder, are there some parents who are just going to take the money? Is that possible? Let's hope. But that's Arizona's problem. That's not our problem. If we're looking at things from the perspective of, all right, public education, private education, where do we sit? Micro schools, what do we see from those? What There are so many different things to look at that may be useful in trying to figure out what's the best way to educate future generations. Annie Kidder is the founder of People for Education. And we started off by asking Annie whether what is happening in Arizona is something that could ever become a possibility in Canada. I'm not sure if anything specifically like what's happening in Arizona could happen north of the border in that in Arizona and in a few other places, they're really dismantling public education in effect there. And it's really driven by apparently from the news items I read um, a lot of very strong movements, some of them religious, but some of them uh, people who really do not believe that governments should control schools. So there's a kind of ideology uh, driving this to say uh, we, we we're not going to necessarily spend our money on public education. We're going to let everybody choose um, and take their money uh, and spend it where they will. And uh, the United States is really different from Canada that way. We don't have such a huge. Um, uh, we don't have such a huge uh, religious uh, uh, kind of lobby is probably the wrong word to use, but, um, and we, we have a more faith, I would say, in, in our public institutions. We have a history of, you know, funding and supporting a social safety net. We think of ourselves still as a kind of social democracy. So there, and 95% of kids in Canada go to public schools, which is very, very different from the United States. But, and there I'm sure you knew there was going to be a but in this. I think it's really important that we keep track of what's going on in other countries uh, because other countries have um, by sometimes by death by a thousand cuts, sometimes by dismantling part of the systems. Um, 
there, there are a growing number of countries, England is another one, that have undone some of the structure of public education. And so I think it's incredibly important that we pay attention to this and that we also understand and value the connection between having a strong public education system and all of our social and economic uh, goals and, and, and policies. And I think that's sometimes what we forget. And maybe my one last thing is, you know, this 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 can be a case of you don't know what you've got till it's gone. So we always have to remember and value uh, that we have this, you know, full of flaws, lots of things you could argue about public education, but um, it's an incredibly valuable system for all of us. Annie Kidder joining us, founder of People for Education. The you don't know what it's got till it's gone is such a great line. We look at our system and, you know, sometimes it's easy to complain and it's easy to say, well, this could be better and that could be better. I mean, we can take anything. We can pick up a bicycle pump and say, well, this could be better and that could be better. Yeah. You can do it with anything. But in terms of, of what we see from public versus private in this country, do you think there is any kind of big difference that exists? <laughs> Difference in, in what way? What do you mean? I guess in quality of education or in how people are being prepared going forward. Well, I think there, I think the evidence from everywhere, and I know the OECD has looked at this, is that when you when you compare the kind of overall outcomes of private versus public education, and you take into consideration all of the kind of demographic factors, um, you you there it's a wash that there's not private schools are not doing better necessarily but you can you could argue that there are um graduates from private schools who do debt better uh but because of the demographics they were already more likely to do better not to dismiss the private schools but what i think that you know that that that's one of the things that shows we we could be doing more to to work on um, ensuring that our you know the success of public education is is that it's all students are successful that we've done more to kind of close the equity gap that we're you know it is not perfect and it is really important that we really recognize that it's not perfect and that we be able to do both things at once and i'm sure we can keep both these things in our brains which is this is an incredibly important asset and there's lots of work to be done to make it uh, work better one of the things that the discussion in Arizona and the proposal from their governor, and we talked about this yesterday just a little bit, the idea that if you left public education, you'd be given $7,000 on essentially a debit card per student, and then you would be able to, as you alluded to, Annie, mm -hmm. you would be able to kind of choose what you wanted. And it isn't just private education or a religious education. There were also those micro classrooms that we saw kind of emerge in the pandemic where parents said, okay, well, if we're going to keep things small, how about we just combine everybody on our street, make the old red brick little schoolhouse, uh -huh. hire a teacher and off we go. Do you expect to see that become an educational option now that it's out there? Does that have any merit to it? I think I don't expect it to see it as an option in Canada, um, but it 
And in terms of educational merit, I think that what ends up happening is you think, okay, if if I could just control the school, school, you know, everything would be better. Um, what does happen then is it, it, it you know, that really. Uh, it depends on people's capacity, also what happens. And it's funny because in England, they they sort of hived off part of the public education system and went, everybody can make academies that are run by their local governing council. And then eventually they went, oh, but we need we need to have some kind of, you know, political oversight we need, or, you know, government oversight of this. So in a way, they've ended up being able to building a whole new structure, which often then happens with this, because what happens, you discover, oh, it'd be so much cheaper if we all bought books together or it would be so much more efficient if, you know, we worked with other little groups of schools and all had the same phys ed teacher. So the, the value of publicly governed, publicly run, publicly funded education, uh, part of the value of it is that in our, our public institutions, their, their job is partly to, to look out for everybody, the best interests of everybody. And sometimes that's really hard. I'm a parent too. So sometimes it's like, oh, but what about my child? I just want it to be in the best interest of my child. And there's always going to be that tension. That's why we have government. Um, and that's why government's important. And I think, again, just to sort of remind everybody, I do really still think that is the difference, one of the differences. Um, between our two countries, is there still an essential, though it has crumbled a bit, belief in government, belief in public institutions, uh, but we have to take care of that. And we have to make sure they're working uh, really well for everybody, as well as we can make it work for everybody. Annie Kidder, founder of People for Education. Any one final thing, we've talked about some of the schools that have fallen into disrepair in past conversations, things like that. Are there any updates on anything like that? Are you, are you seeing anything that says, hey, this looks better or is it still kind of the same? Well, I think in terms of disrepair, it's a huge problem. It's a huge problem in, in all of our infrastructure everywhere, road, school. It's not sexy for governments to say, and oh, we're going to spend more money retrofitting bridges. Like it doesn't get you elected. Uh, so that is the problem with infrastructure. I think the other big thing right now in Ontario is that we haven't necessarily done what we need to have done in terms of uh, looking at the big picture, looking at it all together. So we have been saying for now a very long time, there should be an education task force. We have to think about all of the impacts of COVID and also all the things that we knew were problematic before COVID, all the cracks that got exposed by COVID. And so not look at it separately, not just look at infrastructure, but look at what's the big picture here? What's our plan for the future? Um, and how are we going to make sure that that could happen? And yes, infrastructure is part of it. Annie, always great talking with you. Thank you so much for the insight. You're welcome. That is Annie Kidder, founder of People for Education. So her thoughts on what it would be like to take that $7,000 and kind of do what you want to do with it in terms of education, where micro schools fit in. We have a system right now that's been working for a long, long time in Ontario. We're 95-5 in terms of public education versus private education.